0: Welcome, folks, to another program of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hananya Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. Plenty to talk about uh, today, but I would like to start with a story. So it's a Jewish story, I believe. I read it in Jewish books, so. Uh, but it could be, you know, an ancient story from other culture as well, or something similar. I, wanted, I would like to share it with you. So the story goes like this. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was an old, wise Jewish man. Now, it doesn't mean to say, for those who need trigger warning, uh, that uh, other old people that are not Jewish are not wise. Don't get me, you know, this whole college BS. Okay? For this story, he was an old Jewish wise man. Before he passed away, he told his son this. My son, I don't have a lot of money to give you, or a lot of uh, uh, properties, but this is what the message for life that I want you to take. And you're talented, you're wise, you will, you will succeed in life. He said, yes, my father, of course, let me know. I'd love to hear that, etc. And the father goes, well, I want you to be careful, not from those who love you, and not from those who hate you. I want you to be careful from those who pretend that they care about you meaning hypocrites, basically. And he passed away. Time goes by, this uh, young Jewish man became uh, the... We're talking, you know, back then when there are kings and uh, viziers and ministers and all, and the palace and all that stuff. So he became the treasury, which is good for the narrative that Jews are good with, with money. I wish I could, you know, say it's true, but... It goes well for the story, or for the anti-Semites, because we control all the money in the world, as you all know. Um, and he was very, you know, very dedicated to his work, and he took care of the treasury of the king, and of course the country. That didn't really go well with the other ministers. So one day, somebody break, broke in into the treasure house of the king, the private, you know, secret door or whatever, and stole some goodies, gold, diamonds, etc., whatever the king's the king uh, is keeping in his private safe. They called the cops, they did the research, nobody didn't find anything. So, in a very twisted, logical way, who you're to blame, you blame... History approved, you blame the Jews, you saved the nation. So they blame it on the treasurer, the Jewish treasurer. And of course, there were no evidence, but back then, who needed evidence? Once, you know, you're a Jew, well, you're already screwed. Uh, and they the brought it to the king, and of course, they they went all over his house and tried to look for the, the stolen goods. Couldn't find anything. It means that he hid them very well, right? It cannot ever be meaning that he didn't steal. It got to be that, it's, that he is uh, um, it somewhere, and he was refusing to tell. So the, kid, the king says, you know, you were a very loyal treasurer, but uh, nothing I can do. All the ministers here are saying that the verdict should be according to the law. We're all keeping the law. Uh, death. Execution. So, of course, nobody w- wants to hear that k- kind of verdict, uh, but it is what it is, so they are taking him in a, in a uh you know escort him to the place of execution and on the way the head of the like the main uh, the executor basically the guy who actually used the sword or the axe uh they're going into an alley and there were a lot of uh trash on the alley on the on the street and in the trash Usually you will find uh, bugs, worms, all that type of stuff. So the main executor tells everybody, please bypass. Be careful not to step on those poor creatures because they are living creatures. We don't want to kill them. Uh, so just pay attention and don't step on them. The treasurer, the Jewish treasurer, her daddy says, bingo. I want to confess to the king, to tell him where I put the money. <laughs> and, okay, sure, let's go back. I mean, we're going to kill you anyway, but at least we know where the money is. So they go back to the king and says, the, the soldier goes, I decided to confess before you execute me. I know where, I can tell you where all the goods are. All the gold and the stolen things. I so, said, sure, let me know. He said, they are in the house of the executor. That everybody was shocked, but he said, and he obviously is a Jew. Is guilty because all Jews are thieves, right? Back then, and some still today think that way. We we see money, we go crazy. Uh, he sent the the police. They went all over the house and they found everything in the house of the main of the executor. So the king asked him. Why did you decide to, to confess now? I said, look, Your Honor, I didn't steal anything. I was very devoted to my work to, for your success, for the success of the country. But when I go, when we, they took me to the execution, and this guy said, be careful on those poor creatures, that, that the, the worms, because they are living creatures. Right now, he's going to execute me, so he doesn't really care about life. I remembered what my father told me. Well, obviously, the happy end was that the executor was executed, and uh, the, uh, the treasurer, the minister, was, you know, set free, uh, happy end, basically. What's the message here? Why am why I telling you this story? Because this is something, it's a principle that is guiding me since I was very, very young. And growing up in Israel, which is a, a land that I belong there, and it's, my, it's, you know, it's a Jewish land, basically. We have uh, uh, our scholars said something that are four groups, four uh, sections or types of people that no matter the, uh, how much they learned or how much uh, donation they give, etc., etc., how good they are, if they belong to one of those four groups, they will never get close to the Almighty. They will never be, uh, uh, if you want, in His light. So I would like to share with you those four groups, according to the Jewish wisdom, and then you will understand why I'm telling you this story. The four groups are the group, the first group is the, basically the, you can call them clowns, those who are making fun of everybody and everything. Nothing is sacred. Uh, you just, you do a joke on it. And when I thought about that, it reminded me uh, I don't know if you saw it, but there is a YouTube video showing the, uh, how you call that, the dinner co- White House dinner correspondence thing, a few years ago, when they all invited Donald Trump, and they just, all the jokes was about him. Think about the humiliation. So when I'm talking about clowns, I'm talking about clowns in the circus who are making fun, you know, and people are enjoying talking about people who are... Because you can say the most serious thing, most uh, novel philosophical idea, and somebody will come and says a joke about it, or he mimic you. Boom. Whatever, whatever wise thing you said is gone. So, they can be you know, uh, kind and knowledgeable, but if that's what they do, they're not going to be enjoying the light of the Almighty. So that's the first one. The second group is liars. Those who constantly lies. You can say, politicians, I will not disagree with you. Uh, um, it's it's pretty clear why. I don't think I need to explain that. Third one is those who are... What, there's a word in English, I have to think about it. Let me describe it for you. People who are hypocrites, but they are prepared, and then they stab you in the back. Okay? So, they come to you, oh, you look good today, can you help me with so-and-so? They don't care how you look, they don't care, all they care is to manipulate you to to a situation where they can benefit from you. Okay? Obviously, we have plenty of that also in politics. And the fourth one is those who are talking bad about other people when it's none of their business. For example, dishonest reporters. When they want you to think in a certain way, so they use certain words. I mean, you go to the the universities, there is is a whole faculty to just deal with how to penetrate people's head and not in a surgical way. Okay? So those four groups, again, we're talking about... Those who are making fun of things are liars, hypocrites, and those who speak badly about other people. So uh, because I took that as a motto in my life to stay away and you know always keep your mind clear, keep your head uh, free, basically. And it's very hard. don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying you know the left propaganda, the left media propaganda or whatever they call it mainstream media, it's left. Or, uh, on the other hand, for example, Fox News on the right. No, you have to see both, and you have to uh, basically pull out the tiny pieces of actually information that were something. Not opinion. Not pundits who says, we think, and etc., and etc. This is garbage. So stay away from propaganda. And this is the way I grew up in Israel. When I saw, when I was there, and it's very, you know, if you think about it, the Russians, again, this 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 thing today to blame everything on the Russians, but the Soviets were very good at propaganda. They just took the Nazi idea, Gablis, and they make it even better, which is amazing. So the same idea goes in every place where you have establishment that wants... To, to rule wants to they want the control they don't care about the, the the poor simple people the workers they don't care about them but they want their their votes because after all it's democracy we're not like the Democratic Republic of North Korea right already talked about that and just to remind you whenever you see some somebody in his name there is a a value that they want to to show to show that they are the holding by stay away. And that's true for the Democratic Party of North Korea. It's true for the Affordable Care Act, which is not affordable. Uh, All that type of stuff. You know that there is a lie. When you see the biggest uh, uh, hypocrites and tyrannies calling themselves, speaking in the name of democracy, or calling themselves Democrats, yes, they lack democracy if they are ruling. If they are not, they have to resist, and they have to do all that type of stuff. So, keep your mind free. Stay away from liars, clowns, hypocrites, and those who speak negative about other people, and don't be like them. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on the Jewish Radio dot org. Okay, folks, we're back. We are listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Korn here on ctkradio.org. So, we talked about hypo- uh, hypocritical people. And basically, you can take it to any type of politicians, basically. There are very few that are actually, I believe, you know, honest, and they're not there for their own gain or honor or money or all that stuff. Now might be that they started with a good intention definitely can be but there is this very famous english saying that the power is corrupting right and absolute power is absolutely corrupting or something like that yeah, i know it in hebrew so don't don't get me on that um what do i say that a few things that happened this week that are in my opinion so Hypocritical, where people doesn't have a real clear agenda; they have their own agenda, which means I'm going to say whatever is working for me right now. So we had the the president of the United States firing the FBI, and everybody is like, "On oh, this is a interfering of justice and all this garbage." Of course, if Hillary would do that, it would be totally okay because he is. It didn't really function well, he screwed it up, so once again, you first shoot the arrow and then you draw the target, whatever is suitable. But that's not what we' are learning as honest human beings and doesn't and it's not really important for for this matter the religion, if it's Christian, if it's uh, a Jew, Muslim, whatever. if you have a basic decency, now, some religions are allowing you to, to lie in order to make the the religion more or to take over. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look at uh, the agreement of Huda, Hudaivia, uh about 1,400 years ago between the tribes of Becca and uh, the prophet of Islam. You'll know what I'm talking about. So, sometimes you need to lie. I'm not saying to be honest all the time. Somebody asking you, you know, Tell me something if not, I'm gonna kill you as long as as long according to Jewish tradition as long as it's not gonna be on other people's expense, tell them no big deal. save your life, but we're talking about minor things politics um you know all those stuff that you you're listening to this propaganda over and over and over and I believe that I gained some experience with uh, identifying propaganda when when it is uh, introduced to me. So, this past two weeks, all those crazy stuff about politics. And once again, if you repeat a lie many, many times, eventually something will stick. Okay, It doesn't matter what you do, but the lies, it's how the public, or how it's been bombarded over and over and over and over. Something will stick. And I'm saying this because, not because I am a Trump supporter, or because I am anti-Hillary, or I, I, I'm not in this game. Okay, I want to see people who actually do something good for the world. That's my goal. And if I'm not following the leader, I'm following the action. If he's doing something good, I'm going to praise him. If he's doing something not good, I'm going to critico- criticize him. Okay, we are not in Soviet Union or uh, in Rome. The emperor is always right, and whoever dares dare to disagree will say goodbye to his head. So think about it. Don't let them. You know, whenever you plant somebody's into you, uh, you have a, a, a breaking news. This and this happened. Okay, hold a second. Let's let's see between the lines what you're saying. Let's see where the the opinion. Start after uh, some of the facts, not all the facts, and some sometimes they will not tell you all the facts. There was a story about the, I think, the New York Post reporter during Soviet Union during Stalin time, who refused to to, because he was so liberal and progressive and liked the whole idea of communism. He didn't report on all the torturing, uh, mass killing, and the famine that was in Soviet Union. When they build the the Great Canal in Moscow, by in by hand basically, people die. No, but if we're gonna report it, it's gonna affect this great leader Joseph Stalin. And we had the same idea for the past eight years. But now it's different. President here in the United States, and if he's not smiling in the morning, there's probably something goes wrong with him. You know, the Soviet Union. I read so many about so many books about it, but one of the things that they did: if you were against the government or not a true, true hardcore communist, they put you in a mental institute because how can you not be supporting the government? Obviously, something is wrong with you, and you have a mental problem. Very unique uh, uh, logic process. Okay, and I think I don't remember how they translate, but they also have this. Uh, Uh, in their name, how happy everybody is under the Soviet Union of uh, the... I don't don't think they use the word democracy or republic or something like that, but you get my point on that. So if you, uh, you know, you're not smiling if Trump is getting up in the morning and he doesn't say good morning, I guess he's depressed and he's not, not fit for the position. He's not suitable. And all the pundits... I start talking and brainwash our brain. Now, I try to stay away from politics. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in them, basically. I like the government to take care of, you know, security borders and stuff like that and leave me alone and take as minimum, minimum taxes as possible. But the point I'm making is you need to, you, everybody need to keep their brain open and not get, you know, into this, uh, uh, into this pressure from all our, all directions. You don't need to have trigger warnings or safe zones on all this, basically, you know, intellectual garbage that our youngs, youngsters in the, in the colleges are, are being, as far as I can see and hear, um, are dealing with. And when you see a group of anti-fascist people rioting, with their with their uh, uh, face masked, you know that they are not anti-fascist. Put take the word anti out of this uh, description, but it's nobody wants to say that they are fascist. Nobody wants to say that they are anti-Semites. So you call it, you know, anti anti-fascist or BDS movement because we care about the justice for the poor Palestinians a nation that never existed um, in the Middle East, because they were Arabs, let's put it this way. They migrant, most of them, migrated from from other uh, Arab countries, or Arab territories. There were no countries back then. It was divided between British, British Empire and the French Empire. And when the Jews came back to the Promised Land, jobs came to the people. So they're just, you know, immigrants. And you can see that in the, you can hear that if you know a little bit of the Arabic Middle Eastern culture, in their last name. When somebody names name is Al Masri, it means he's coming from Egypt. Al Hijazi means he's coming from Hejaz, which is the Yemenite uh, uh, peninsula. So they can live you nowhere, generation, two, generation, three, generation in so called Palestine. But we all know where they're coming from. It's in their culture. This is how they they uh, uh identify themselves. Now, we have Jews, you can say, well, Jews also have some names based on where they're coming from. Yeah, but they were always Jews. Right? In the name Jew, what do you hear? You hear Judea. This is where we belong. This is the promised land that the Almighty gave to us. And again, we screwed it up. That's why we were exiled. But we know we knew that's gonna happen because it's it's written in the Bible. It says, I know you're will. you going to screw it up. I know you're going to get kicked out of the country. And when you're ready, you will come back. I will be there waiting for you. And not just that, I will be there with you, but you will not see me. So some people get the whole idea that the Almighty abandoned his uh, uh, chosen people, the Jewish Israelites, or whatever you want to call us, uh, and he chooses someone else. Uh, um, I don't buy it because we knew that's going to happen. If you know how to read Hebrew properly, say, well, it's all based on what we do. Okay? And that will lead me to the next topic I want to talk about in our next segment. Uh, A little bit about, you know, health stuff. But just get the idea. If the Almighty, and that's mainly for the Christians and the Muslims that are listening, which, again, I have no problem. As long as you're not coming to kill Jews, believe in whatever you want. If the Almighty wants to abandon and change His covenant with the Jewish people, there is a very quick, effective way to do so. In a few weeks we're going to celebrate the the receiving of the Torah, of the written law on Mount Sinai. You know the description, everybody's underneath, uh, on the bottom of the mountain, lightnings, uh, sounds, the whole show. If the Almighty wants to change His mind for some reason, do the same. Choose Mount Everest, choose Mount Rushmore, you know, let YouTube know, live, and send the prophets to, send and announce that uh, you're no longer uh, with the Jews, or like the Jews, or care about the Jews, and you change your mind, and you're going to choose that prophet, or that prophet, or that non-prophet, whatever. Nobody can argue with that but if you just can tell me stories about a guy in a cave, or look into a hat and got a vision okay, that's a different story okay, so let's take another quick break Uh, you're listening to me, Rabbi Hanania Cohen on ctkradio.org we're back to another segment of the Jewish View I'm your host Rabbi Hanani Cohen. I just want to clarify something in the previous segment that when I spoke about Christians and Muslims I want to clarify something I'm not trying to convince people to leave their faith and join mine definitely not we have enough problems <laughs> okay um, but I want people regardless of their faith to be the best they can be and to make the world a better place and not a not better place by killing all those that you're disagreeing with. So, that's my goal here. Now, the topic I want to, to talk to you right now is responsibility. Now, even though I am pretty fluent, I would say, in Hebrew, and that's my first language, biblical and modern, there are a few things that I really like about the English language, even though... You can you can argue if I'm speaking it perfectly or not. Probably not, but it's a different story. So the word that I want to talk to you today is responsibility. Responsible, which is which is coming from two words: response, able. Okay, when you're able to respond, that gives you the responsibility. You are the guy to lead. You are a leader. You're responsible. Okay, you can if there is some kind of uh, uh, a challenge you can come up with a solution. Maybe not the best, but even a poor solution is better than no solution at all. Versus people who are not responsible, who are always looking to victimize themselves or the others and to blame someone else for their problems or for their uh, uh, unsuccessful, miserable life, basically. Okay? So, a few examples. I'm sure that many of you have read or known about the Black Death back in the, what was it, the medieval time, the plague that hit Europe, and it was basically due to, it was epidemic, it was due to poor hygiene. Now, poor hygiene means you don't wash your hands before you eat. Crazy idea, right? Who would would believe that? Because those tiny creatures called bacteria or viruses, but if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. So, in Christian Europe, that was where the the location of this epidemic started. Many people died. Thousands. I would say even 100,000. I don't remember the exact number. But relatively, the Jewish people suffered less. Why? Well, Jewish people have few things, few deeds that they are doing every morning. First, they are washing their hands. Three times each hand. Then before they eat, they are washing their hands again. Then... Uh, uh, they're going bathing. It's very important. Clean. You stay clean. So obviously, even though it was epidemic, uh, relatively not so many Jews were died have, have been di- uh, dead due to that plague, uh, uh, comparing to the to the population. So somebody with a medieval common sense would say, "It's the Jews." Can you explain that they are not dead in in a, in a ratio like all the others? So that was a nice, good reason enough to go and do some pogroms and slaughter Jews and kill Jews and rape Jewish women, etc., etc. They you know the usual stuff back back in the days. Till recently, by the way, don't think I'm talking about the medieval time. It's still, um, I would say the end of it basically was. Well, I mean, the hatred is still there, but the audacity to start a pogrom is lower since uh, the end of the Second World War. Okay, so that's just one example of lack of responsibility. The other example, we took it for another another uh, direction, is where you blame somebody for something you did, you lie about it, and you believe instantly in that lie. For example, we all remember the 19 heroes quotes that hijacked the planes in, uh, during 9-11, right? I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that on TV. And they were all belonging to a certain religion, which we're not allowed to insult anymore because they're so gentle and fragile. Uh, they might get offended. But the, the first thing that you, hear, you heard after that is, it was the Israeli Mossad who took down the buildings. So, first of all, if you're so proud about those 19 heroes, so-called, why do you give the credits for the Jews? Obviously, you are not you cannot grasp in your mind that a successful thing will come out from somebody that is not a Jew. Successful, I mean, according to their to their criteria. As many dead people as possible. So what do we see here? Oh, and the Israeli Mossad is responsible for the tsunami in, in uh 2004. And all the problems in the world, you say, you know, it's the Jews. And go back to the establishment of that religion in the desert of Arabia, where all the problems in the world are because of the Jews. There was a story about a shark biting an old German tourist in the sh- in the shores of Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt, a beautiful shore, uh, blue blue ocean, very clean. But obviously the governor of that city decided that the Mossad have sent the shark to affect the the tourists uh, that they will run away from from to to, ha- to harm the Egyptian economy. Total nonsense. Garbage. But you see, when you don't take responsibility, it's very easier to blame someone else. Why why are all the the most of the Arab countries in the Middle East are poor. It's mostly desert. Not because they are not paying taxes when everybody is cheating and taking care of themselves. It's because of the so-called Israeli-Palestinian conflict or because America is stealing the oil, right? Not paying for it, God forbid, from Saudi Arabia. They are stealing the, the Iraqi oil. Yeah. Well, the Americans are paying for that oil, but only few people get the money. Same in Africa. People are are digging diamonds and stuff like that. You know the terms uh, blood diamonds, right? It doesn't go all the way to to the workers. Some people, usually a government, again, who has the power, because the biggest organized crime organization is usually a government, but it's legal. So they can do whatever they want. Lack of responsibility. And that leads me to what I talk- I wanted to talk to you about today. is As a therapist, I see a lot of people, you know, obese, problems, cancer, diabetes, whatever. And they are seeking a spiritual understanding. Why? Why did the Almighty give them arthritis, heart attack, and uh, whatever, and all the diabetes? Well, let's see why. Maybe because you eat like a pig. Maybe because you cannot keep your mouth shut and you are an emotional eater. Maybe it is because you eat processed food, which is totally garbage. No, I like it. I'm going to McDonald's or any other uh, food chain. What did you expect? People are bringing that upon themselves, and then they blame God. Right? I gave charity. I did this. I did that. I was kind. Why did it happen to me? Why? Well, because you are a poor driver and you didn't look onto the right and the left before you crossed and a truck hit your, hit your car. Maybe maybe that's the reason? No. There got to be a spiritual sign. In some cases, yes. If you did everything perfectly, okay? Everything perfectly. You eat healthy and something happened. Yeah, you can go to the spiritual realm if you want. And you can find a spiritual reason. But most cases, give me a break. See what you eat. there you is know, The phrase, you are what you eat, right? If you eat garbage, you cannot say, well, why the Almighty? How could you do this to me? You brought it upon yourself. Don't blame God. Don't blame the Almighty. Take responsibility. If you are not exercising, don't start whining why your bones are, you know knocking and and painful. It's very simple. So the key message is, to summarize, take responsibility. On your action, on your family, don't blame. With blaming, you will not go far. You only get frustrated. And you don't solve any problem. It's easier, I agree. Why are you like this? Why? It's because of the slavery. It's because of yeah, but you know things are changed. Move on, look forward. Do something instead of blaming. Okay, you have the choice. You can choose if you want to to join a gang or to join the police. Just another gang, (laughs) but a good one. Okay, you get my point. You can choose if you want to eat uh, a fruit or you want to go to eat a burger that who knows what's, what's inside. So, one of the things that, the gift that is separating us from uh, other creatures in this world, we are able to choose. And it's all started in the first choice. If you choose the first choice, right? How do, what do you want to be? Not profession, not I want to be a cop, I want to be a firefighter. No. I wanna, you want to be on the side of the good, on the side of the evil that will be that will give you a roadmap to your life you will either eat the right stuff and be healthy and or not if you choose to you know enjoy life and drink alcohol and party all night so think about it because we the bible teaching us that we have to keep our our uh, souls and our bodies intact in shape why so we can do better so we can help the almighty to make the world better he started it but he gave us a space where we can do our own part so let's take another quick break listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on the Jewish View on Ctkradio.org. Back for the last segment of the day, here I'm your host Rabbi Hananya Cohen, the Jewish View on CTKRadio.org. Now, as I always lately have been saying, um, please send us questions. Plus, if you want to argue, go ahead. As long as it's you know in a, in a polite and, and decent, I would uh, definitely uh, share my point of view or whatever we are disagreeing, and let's see if we can you know convince each other. They say that Jews like to debate. <laughs> um, anyway, so for the last segment, I want to share with you something that we are now reading. The Jewish people are now reading every Saturday, every Shabbat in synagogue. We are in the book of uh, Leviticus, the third book, which is the most condensed book that tells that guide Jews what to do, their deeds, what do what to do and what not to do. So one of the things that it says. One of the—it's not a command; it's you would say a recommendation—is that we—and I know it's—it was written for the Jews, but hey, take it. Let's share it with everybody. Is to be uh, sacred or holy. What do I mean by that? The way I understand it, the way the old ancient Jewish wisdom understood that, is well you want to be you want, you want it to be sacred because the almighty god is sacred yeah but there is a problem we cannot we are not god so he for him it's like sure but for us it's a different story but it doesn't mean that we don't that we are not need to try and how do we try to do that what do we do so first of all don't do crazy stuff no the first thing you know keep it keep it reasonable. So don't start, you know, I'm going to fast 40 days like Moses, and I am going to jump to the, walk on water if you want, or I'm going to do this. No, 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 no. Keep it basic. Keep it basic. First, whatever your status status in your family is, be the best you can be. Be kind. Have mercy. But don't have the fake mercy. Right? Have the, the, the decency. Give charity, if you see homeless people, do something about it. Don't say, "Oh, I pay my taxes," or something like that. Um, and I usually give, give you know homeless people when I see them and when I have the when I'm capable of doing that, I give food, I don't give money because we know what uh, some of the money goes goes to to t- 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 for, like drugs and alcohol, so I'm not going to support that, but I don't want them to starve. And if there's not anything I you know if I would have a factory, I would hire people, I would give them a decent uh work environment, not slavery, you give them protective gear, whatever um, that's that is called to follow the almighty God footsteps because he created us the best that he he could be, right and that's the best. So we need to do something similar to it. So, again, it goes to how we... If you're a father, be the best father for your kids. Don't be in your cell phone or at work or uh, the whole day. Pay attention to what what nonsense they're doing at school. (laughs) All those artsy stuff that looks horrible, but you need to say, Oh my God, this is amazing. What were you thinking when you did that? This is beautiful. Be kind same with your wife same with your husband say a good word Um, feel the pain of those who are in need try to volunteer somewhere but volunteering again and I always try to explain that volunteering and be kind is not to gain your own satisfaction oh I'm such a great person I volunteer with the kids I volunteer with the sick people I'm Amazing. No, 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 no. If you do that, you're going, you're going on the other side, away from the Almighty. You do things because they're the right thing to do, because you're able, because God gave you the ability and capability to do so. So, it's not about how good you feel about yourself. Okay, it's about how good you're making other people feel. I want you to think about that. And, again the the first commitment that people have is first is towards themselves, so again, take care of your health. don't eat junk food, don't eat garbage uh meditate, okay, do yoga, go to the park, take a hike, whatever. when you go to the hike, especially here in Colorado, we have beautiful places, and you look at the mountains and the trees and uh, the rivers and all that stuff it says, Wow, God, you're so magnificent, amazing work. This is a spiritual work, it's not. Oh, I'm gonna get in shape, why? I can party more, or I have uh I'm impressed with my uh beautiful six pack all the girls in my neighborhood because I'm such you know mainly in shape. No, this is not spiritual work, but if you do, like I just gave you an example, everything is related. To the Almighty, beautiful sun, beautiful weather, snow. Wow! It's every every snowflake is different, right? Amazing. You get close to the Almighty. You get you get to know Him if you want in a better way. And eventually, you will get to understand, hopefully, what He wants. And what He wants, not necessarily what your textbook says. But you will have to develop that, okay? Because the book of laws, whatever laws, is very important, because we, have, we need order, we need to have a, a system. But if you can go beyond that, if you can use your intellect, right? That's what, what animals don't have. God gave it to us for a reason. So let's make sure that we are using it and not wasting it. Okay, if you're using alcohol excessively, I'm not saying don't drink. Again, I'm trying to be radical about being non-radical. Okay, don't be fanatic. You want to have a beer with your with your friends, go ahead. If you feel that you're losing it, stop. It's not worth it. You're only going to get away from anything spiritual. And I want to take this message. Regardless of again of your uh, faith system, whatever it is, be the best you can be, and don't. And when when you do that, don't do it on other people's expense. Don't be righteous on other people's expense. Don't tell people, "Oh, money is so bad. You can donate it to my organization because I'm we're doing such a great thing." Look at my car, brand new, 2017. Okay, stay away from those people. You, if you have money, you want to get to charity, choose wisely. See what they do with it. It's not like that foundation that 90% went to internal salaries and the flights and stuff like that, and 10% actually went to charity. That's not, that's a waste of money, basically. Because we can all do, we can all use less in this world. We don't need to show off. In the car that we have, the te- the flat screen TV that we have, the iPhone 18 that we have, or whatever. You need a cell phone? Get a cell phone that actually works, is comfortable, don't show off. No, I need to have the golden version. Okay? It's 100 bucks extra, yeah, but it's a status. Everybody knows how successful I am now. Well, you're successful until the next model is out. You're actually being a slave. Okay? So don't be slave, set yourself free, regardless of faith, do the best you can be, and help humanity make the world a better place. And with that, we're going to say goodbye for this program, are going to end up. Remember, any question, remarks, a decent one, yes? Uh, no anti-Semite uh, propaganda, I don't like propaganda, I don't waste my time, please please send us an email through the website uh, citycareradio.org for the Jewish view and once I get it I will definitely address and try to to answer any question or any thoughts that you may have so you're listening to me Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on citycareradio.org